0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Perfectly Imperfect. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and I am super excited to be recording this very first episode. A bit nervous because I've never done this before and um, it's kind of, you know, scary to, to put yourself out there and just share, um, just share your guts with people. So my goal with this podcast is just to share life with everyone, just to share you know tips and tricks and ideas and experiences and what works for me, what hasn't worked for me, um, yeah, just just sharing. Really, I mean, I have no clue where this podcast um, can or will go, but I am just excited to get it started. It's taking me months of back and forth to figure out how to do this, to, you know, build up the guts to actually get it started. Um, so yeah, there, there's, there's some, some nervousness um, involved and um, it's a bit scary. But with all that said, it's been on my heart for, you know, too long now. And I think it's time to just get it going. And they say there's no better time to do something than right now. So I am doing it right now. Okay, so what I want to share with you guys today is um, why Perfectly Imperfect, why that title, Um, why podcast, a little bit about myself, and then just something quick that I want to share with you guys that I've been really focusing on for a while now, that is making a huge difference, huge, huge difference in my life. So first of all, why perfectly imperfect? Because I honestly have always felt that way. Um, Never perfect, but always imperfect in so many ways, always growing, always aiming to better myself, to grow personally, spiritually, um, just in all areas. And perfectly imperfect seemed to be the perfect fit so that is why and I believe we are all made perfectly imperfect I don't believe in perfection but I do believe in striving to be the best version of myself that you know that I can be and I understand that's going to take a lifelong to lifelong process and I'm okay with that I am absolutely okay with investing into me, into developing me, into bettering me, into growing me. And that's when actually that's the topic that I want to talk about um, shortly. It's just taking care of yourself, Um, especially as women. I feel like a lot of women in my um, business that I've worked for the last 17 years, I've worked with a lot of different women, thousands of women. And I believe that is a common theme among women. Possibly even among, among men. I just haven't, you know, had the opportunity to work with a ton of, of guys. But it's just, you know, not taking care of ourselves. We take, we take care of everyone else before we take care of ourselves. And um, it's unfortunate because of what it, you know, the, the, the effects it has on us. So going back to um, why a podcast. Okay, so a podcast. I've I've listened to podcasts for years now and honestly i have gained so much so so much um so many ideas so many tips um i've i've you know known of people through podcasts from them being interviewed or someone talking about a specific book you know i feel like my life has been extremely blessed because of this form of communication, you know, being a podcast, I, you know, for me, I can't always sit down and read something because I do have a, you know, a busy life. Um, but I can, you know, pop some headphones on and, you know, wash dishes while I'm listening to something or while I'm driving, I can, you know, listen to something, whether it's, a, you know, an audiobook or in my case, I really love podcasts. So that is why a podcast was a choice for me or, or the preference is because I know the difference that it's made on me. I know the impact that it's had on my life and i would only hope and pray that you know someone would find the information that i share useful helpful um that it might make you smile laugh cry i don't know <laughs> hopefully not cry but um that it can somehow bless you in some sort of way um so a little bit about me um i have been married i am married to my Gorgeous husband Lewis, who I've been married with him for 15 years. We dated five years before that. So I've known him for 20 years. That is more than half of my life at this point, which is crazy because I've known him longer than I haven't. So that is just wild to me. That's one. Um, number two, I'm a mom. I am a mom of three beautiful children. Um, my oldest is going to be 13 in a couple weeks. weeks. Um, his name is Luis and I have a daughter as well. She is 12. Her name is Lujan. And then I have our baby or we have our baby with he's eight years old and his name is Juan Manuel. And they are a lot, a lot of what I've learned through being their mom and being Luis's wife is what I want to share on this podcast um, just to hopefully inspire, encourage, motivate, um, You know, you ought to just want to get out there and be your best and do your best, because you know when when we when we go after bettering ourselves, I feel like kind of makes us a better everything else. In other words, if you work on being a better you, it helps you to be a better you know wife to your husband or you know partner to your significant other. It makes it be a bit you know makes helps you to be a better mom. Um, a better employee, a better business owner, a better leader, um, a better whatever it is that you do. Um, you know when you work on yourself, it definitely helps you to grow in other areas of your life. It kind of trickles down. So being a good mom, wife, entrepreneur, employee, leader, etc means that and it really does mean that you must you absolutely must take care of yourself unfortunately when you think about you know a glass of water and if the glass of water is empty how can you you know share some water with anyone that's thirsty you can't you know you if you have an empty you know glass there's no water in it you can't share you can't you know help someone that's thirsty so by that same token as a person if you're trying to be a better x y and z but you yourself are emptied out Because all you're doing is, you know, giving and giving and giving and never really pouring back into yourself. Unfortunately, what's going to happen is that you won't be able to give the best of you because you don't have much to give after all the giving and not, you know, you not being able to refill your cup back up. So I want to talk about some of the things that I personally do that help have always helped me, um you know I used to think I was very selfish when I was younger because I hear a lot of moms who say you know my kids always have to look perfect I don't matter though like I can you know look crazy it's okay but they have to look great they have to look put together you know I, the, the daughter's hair is combed the the boy looks like on point and I not that I never took care of them by no means don't 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 hear that but I would you know I'm I worry about myself not worry but I take care of me and I you know I do my hair I do my makeup I want to look you know nice and because I know when I look good I feel good and I would always make sure that I did you know look decent and I feel like a lot of times especially women we kind of let ourselves go because there is a lot of other things that are important and that require our attention immediately and you know my thing is that that doesn't mean that you don't require your attention immediately or maybe after that immediate thing <laughs> so um some of the things that I want to share with you in regard to taking care of yourself is there's a few different things um number one is to make sure that you're sleeping well You know, there's a few key components of what I do for self-care. And I've learned this through the years. Trust me, I did not always sleep, you know, seven to eight hours. I did not always go to bed early. I did not always wake up early. I did not always feed my body, you know, foods that bless it. I did not always work out, so on and so forth. But these are the things that I have heard over and over and over. And finally, I paid attention. I listened and I am applying to my life. And the difference they are making is pretty extreme because of what I'm feeling, because of what I'm experiencing. And I want to share these with you. So taking care of yourself, um, number one, are you sleeping enough? And sleeping enough is different for everyone. I know some people say that they can you know, survive off of four or five hours of sleep. Um, that is a minority. <laughs> that is a minority of people that can actually do that. Most people require seven to eight hours of sleep. And the way you know if you're getting enough sleep is, you know, are you waking up like now, for example, before now you can also get too much sleep. I've done that before. And um, I feel like sometimes that's, you know, that's just as bad as not sleeping enough. But I have also slept, you know, for nine hours and then you wake up just more tired. So the way you know, like kind of what the amount of sleep it is that you need is when you wake up and you feel refreshed and you are not tired, and you are not falling asleep everywhere. You know, I think, or what I've heard from a ton of research is about seven to eight hours is like the safe um, amount of sleep that you know, everyone needs that will help them to be healthy and to think right and to perform, you know, to to the to the top ability. So seven to eight hours, are you getting that much sleep? And if you're not, what can you adjust that can help for you to, you know, maybe don't watch that show at nighttime? Maybe, you know, don't watch the news i know people are gonna like freak out when i say that because i've said that before to people that i know and they're like how can you not watch the news and uh it's it saddens me but most of it is negative and especially when you watch that at night time you're not gonna get the best sleep because your mind starts to think and you know just kind of get stuck on on all the negative news that you just heard um second is are you drinking enough water okay I know, I know, I know, I know. The first thing you're going to say is when I drink a ton of water, what's going to happen next is I'm going to be in the bathroom all day long. And yes, that is correct. You're going to have to take a lot of bathroom breaks and uh, figure out how that's going to work for you. But they say what I've heard is about half of your body weight in ounces is what's recommended for you to drink, you know, of water. So, if you're hundred pounds, just for ease of numbers, fifty ounces of water is what you should be drinking. So, are you drinking enough water every day? That helps to, you know, kind of flush your system out. Um, I always think if you're not going to the restroom often, then how does your how do you expect your body to release or kind of get rid of you know the junk that it needs to get rid of? So, going to the restroom, you know. I guess every 30 minutes it's not as bad as you think and then once your body gets used to it then of course you know it's going to be better and you're going to kind of figure out how that's going to work for you Um, I'll give you an example my daughter we started her recently Because my boys, they drink a lot of water. My daughter, she did not drink enough water, in my opinion. She just, yeah, she would drink maybe a glass a day. And with all the listening and researching that I've been doing, I'm like, she needs to drink more water Um, so we started, I started giving her, I said, okay, you have to drink these many, you know, ounces of water. And she's kind of like, well, I'm going to be in the bathroom all day. You know, I only have certain amount of passes for, she's in middle school. So, you know, I can, I only have a certain amount of passes per semester, per quarter, whatever it is that she does. Um, and I can't use them all. If I use them all, then I can't go to the bathroom and whatever. You know, we were trying to figure this out and I said, okay, great. So you drink water in the morning and then you go to the restroom and then you just drink one like bottle of water through the day or maybe half and then when you get home you can drink the rest of it and it's like another two two or three bottles of water. So for her that's been working out really great. Now is she in the bathroom like a lot of the afternoon evening after school? Yeah, she is. She's she's in the bathroom often. But, you know what, i rather her do that, but have a body that's healthier because she's drinking water than anything else. So that was number two. Number three is working out. I know, I know, I know, I know. I literally just started working out last year um, consistently because I've done it in the past, but very, very inconsistently. But I finally started doing it consistently. And let me tell you the difference. Okay, number one. Let me explain why I started working out. It was not to have this amazing body. Um, Although, if that that can be an added bonus. It's okay, I'll take it. (laughs) But the reason I started is because at the age of 39, I was starting to feel a lot of aches and pains. And I don't feel old, but my body aches were starting to tell me differently. And that was not cool with me. I don't know if that's cool with you, you know, feeling all that. I mean, maybe when I'm much, much older, but right now it just, it wasn't okay. I did not want to accept the fact that, oh, you know, I'm getting older. So this is normal. No, it's not normal. It's normal because of the lifestyle that I was, you know, living, but it's not normal to feel, you know, aches and pains in my late thirties. I mean, gosh, I'm not 60, 70 yet. Not that that's old by no means, because the older I get, um, the younger every every age sounds or seems for me before when I you know when I was younger much younger I would think oh my gosh 30 that that's so old and then I hit 30 and I was like that is not old at all and of course like I said the older I get the the less old the next um the next age seems so going back to you know working out that does not mean that you have to go to the gym for two hours even an hour you know just move your body for 30 minutes 30 to 45 minutes 30 minutes you know at least and that doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym that doesn't mean you have to go running you know for 30 minutes it can be something as simple as going outside with your kids and playing ball it could be something as you know fun as going onto your trampoline with your kids for you know 20, 30 minutes. Um, it can be something fun. It could be something that you could do with the family. You could go bike riding for 30 minutes. You know, it's your choice. You decide how you want to move your body. But moving it every single day helps you to build stronger muscles, which in turn support your body better. I'll give you a little story. I started working out um, last year in October, and I was going to the gym, but. You know i don't know what the heck i'm doing at the gym you know i didn't do like a ton of research to figure out you know what was best and what you know routine to follow so i was just kind of going and you know getting the elliptical getting on the treadmill you know lifting a couple weights here and there um wasn't seeing much result and then i started doing at-home workout with a trainer with someone that was telling me what to do and i'll be honest the difference has been huge but not only that, because I'm doing different exercises, I'm strengthening my muscles, my legs, my arms, and my aches and pains are coming from my back, my lower back, and from my knees, okay? I'm not a runner, like I've, I've never ran, so, you know, and I've, I don't know what else can cause like knees, your knees to hurt, but my knees were aching, so from working out and from focusing on, you know, build, um, lifting light weights, I think that the, the, the heaviest weights I lift are like 15 pounds. But from, from doing certain movements, I, you know, now a year later, I don't have like my lower back. I mean, I'm not really like it doesn't really ache hardly ever. Of course, I also go to chiropractor. That's another self-care thing that I do. But the working out has made a big, big difference. Um, why? Because I'm working on strengthening my core. So a strong core gives better support for your back. And then for my legs, I've worked a lot on my legs. And because of that, my knees, I mean, I have to say it's because of that because there's not much else that I've really been doing that you know would have made that big of a difference. But my knees don't hurt anymore. And guys, at you know, at any age, when your knees hurt, it sucks. <laughs> Why? Because like you have to walk. I mean, you use your legs for everything. So exercise is huge. Again, it could be anything. For me, you know, my daily thirty-minute workouts is my favorite thing to do. I wake up to do that earlier. That, that's what I wake up to. Um, I'm excited to kind of you know work these different programs and wake up and see you know what the trainer is is offering for that day. So, you know, right now I'm following a 100-day, you know, workout program, which I love. 20 to 30 minutes, I get drenched, I am sore, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing great workouts. And it's just at my house, you know, not much equipment required. And it's just 20 to 30 minutes a day. There's others that are, you know, 45, one hour. You pick, obviously, what what works for you. And whether it's inside, outside, um, I live in Chicago, so Yeah maybe, maybe half of the year I can, you know, do any kind of workout outside, maybe. But the other half of the year, it's freezing and I I hate the cold. So I'm not going to be outside, you know, running or doing any kind of workout. So in-home workouts, you know, is for me what works the best. Next is eating food that blesses your body. Okay, so let me, let me say this. I have not always worried about the food that I put in my body. Because when I was younger, it was like, eh, who cares? You know, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to eat this. I'm fine. Um, It's okay. Like, I feel great. And then the older you get, the more you realize how food is fuel for your body. It gives you energy. And certain foods take away energy. And they make you groggy and tired and sleepy. So for you, it's figuring out what those foods are and if you care about you, which I'm going to assume you do, use, <laughs> even if you don't stop eating them all together, reduce the amount of times in a day or in a week that you actually eat them and focus on figuring out what foods are the foods that bless and fuel your body and not just fill it up. So, you know, selecting foods every single day, for me, it's every single minute. I love sweets. You know, when I say sweets, I'm talking about pastries, like You know, brownies. Oh, my gosh, brownies. (laughs) Um, Oh, gosh, what else? Any kind of pastry, you know, uh, carrot cake, pies, all that stuff. You can totally kill me with that because, yeah, yeah, I love them. So for me, it's I still eat them. I just don't eat them often. You know, they're a treat once in a while. Why? Because they do not bless my body and they do not feel my body for sure. Um, heavy carbs, you know, unfortunately, they just make you tired. Um, overfilling your body also makes you more tired. So also, you know, my big thing from a few years back till now is learning the portion control, learning how to eat a little bit less more often through the day. That also increases your metabolism, like it, it speeds it up which in turn will help you lose weight because that's what it did for me a few years back. I did a nutrition program and I lost about 20 pounds in like two and a half months, all in the right places because I was eating the right kind of food at the right kind of time. So it was every two to three hours, I was eating a small meal. And that's when I found out from personal experience that it's 90% what you put in your mouth and 10% the fact that you move your body. Because I see a ton of people that work out a ton through the week, you know, maybe an hour to two hours a day, and they're not seeing a major difference and For those two and a half months, you know when I lost the weight, honestly, I did no working out I mean I just your normal you know walking back and forth, taking the kids, you know whatever, but there was no actual workout that was being scheduled that I was following that I was doing no, absolutely not, but I still lost twenty pounds just because. I sped up, my beta- sped up my metabolism by eating, you know, every two, three hours. I did not overfill my body. So I only ate, you know, what I needed to eat. I feel like portion control is huge nowadays. You go anywhere and it's huge portions. And if you're like me and you love certain things, you're going to eat it all. Like if I go somewhere and they give me, you know, a food that I love, I can't stop eating it. <laughs> you know, even if I know it's terrible for me, that's why I just don't have it in the house. I don't have brownies. I don't have cookies. I don't have, you know, chips and pop and whatnot. And yes, my kids, I guess, are deprived. We don't have any of that. You know, do they have it once in a while? Absolutely. But they're not going to have it every day because I'm helping them create good habits for themselves and I'm helping support my good habits that I've been building and will maintain. It's kind of like if, you know, someone's an alcoholic or they have a drug problem. If it's around them, I mean, it's a problem, you know, and why would you put yourself in a situation where you had to say yes or no, where if you don't have it around, you're not, you might not go out and get, like, I don't go out to the store in the middle of the day if I get a craving for something sweet. I don't go out to the store and buy something. If it's not in the house, I just don't need it. You know, I grab a glass of water, chuck that, but if it was in the house, I would very likely go into the cabinet and grab a little piece of it, if not a large piece. So um, again, eating food that blesses your body, food that fuels and not just fills your body. Um, Another thing is doing the thing that puts a smile on your face i have no clue what that is for you um for me i love my prayer time so that fills fills me up in ways that nothing else really does so spending that time with my creator um just praying being quiet um sometimes i pray sometimes i don't and i just sit there and i just just do nothing just keep quiet and um receive whatever it is that I'm meant to receive that day. So for me, it's that. For you, it might be dancing. It might be listening to music. It might be going for a run. It might be just playing on the floor and having a ton of fun with your kids. It might be, you know, going out to your favorite restaurant. It might be getting your nails done, your hair done. Whatever that is, make sure that you do the things that put a smile on your face. Let's not focus so much on making a living that we kind of miss life. Because I know I've done that before, maybe you have as well, where we're so worried about just the everyday, you know, the grind of making things happen and making the money, accomplishing the goals, cooking the meals, cleaning the house, doing the laundry, finishing the school, getting the straight A's, whatever it is, that we forget to do the things that really bring us joy. So make sure that you squeeze that in. It could be, you know, going out on a date with a friend. It can be, you know, date nights with your hubby if you're married with your significant other, uh, with that special person. Um, just, you know, spending that time focusing on something that can bring you, bring a smile to your face. And then um, the only other thing that I love to do on a daily basis is skincare. Taking care of me by taking care of my skin i feel like when you know we wash our face um we put the lotions on this is for women maybe for men because my husband you know does all this as well he likes to care for skin take care of his skin as well but have a little skincare routine of you know something that works for you there's a ton a ton of options out there find one that works for you stick with it and you know watch yourself you're gonna mature in age but you know you don't have to look like you're maturing in age like every day or every year you know or every decade um, my big thing is again going back to when you look nice you feel nice when you look good you feel good and I don't do it for anyone else although we all love to see something pretty but I do it for me I feel good when I take care of me I feel good when I you know take care of my skin, wash my face, put on my skincare products. I feel good when I do my makeup. I feel good when I do my hair. I feel good when I put on an outfit that makes me feel comfortable and confident. So what are the things that make you feel good? And then focus on doing that. Um, A lot of times as women, I feel like We tend to get away from all that because we're so busy taking care of everyone else, like I said at the very beginning. And I think that it's time for you to focus on you a little bit more. I'm not going to say that you have to, you know, leave everyone else aside and that you're not going to take care of anyone else anymore. But I do want to encourage you to find the time because we all have the same 24 hours. But sometimes time can get away from us and we just have to find that time, schedule it in. You know, one thing that I do that I love doing is at nighttime, I schedule my next day. So I have a notebook that I write in and then I go ahead and I transfer it over into my phone and then I have an alarm system that goes off literally literally every 30 to 45 an hour, every 30 minutes or an hour. I have an alarm going off. Is it annoying? maybe to some people. To me, it's just a great reminder that I am on point and that I am the master of my time and that my time doesn't master me because I've been there in the past as well. But what I do is at nighttime, I prepare my next day. So I take a notebook and I literally write down from 5 a.m. all the way through the evening what I'm going to be doing. I work from home. So working from home means that I don't have a boss that I don't have someone that can fire me. Um, it also means that the way I make money is through working. and if I'm not working, that equals no money. and that's not cool. <laughs> so not cool for my household, not cool for the bills, not cool for anything. So at nighttime, I take my notebook. And along with me keeping track of my meal, my meals um through the day, my water intake, I also on the very, you know, the bottom half of the page of the notebook, I write down my, you know, daily schedule. So some examples. 5 a.m., you know, wake up, take my, you know, vitamins, whatever. Um, five thirty to, to six thirty or five thirty to six workout, you know, take a shower, wake up kids. Some days look different, Um, feed them, take them to school, you know, get the next one up, feed him, take him to school. (laughs) Then, you know, I do my prayer right after that. So, you know, I go to church and then um, right after that, you know, I come home, eat my second meal and, you know, so on and so forth. So doing that helps me to be very, very intentional with my day and my time Because when I don't do that, and this might happen to you, especially if you're at home, if you're not, you know what, the difference I I found when I was working for someone else or going to school is that someone else dictated, you know, my whole schedule. Meaning when I was at school, I had a schedule, you know, I had class A from from point you know from time z to time e i don't know so from like 9 to 12 o'clock i was in you know the first class and then whatever i think that's a long class 9 to 12 yeah definitely long class whatever you know what i mean so when i when you're in school they're telling you you know where to go and what time to go there and how long you're going to be there And then you get a job and they tell you what time to come in, what to do while you're there and what time you're going to get out, when to go to lunch, how many breaks to take, you know, so on and so forth. So you don't really need to figure out what you're going to do there because they're telling you what to do and how to do it and when to do it. Same thing like you did in school. Um, Maybe if you live at home, it's kind of similar, you know, your parents maybe tell you kind of what to do and when to do it and how to do it, you know, like, for me, with with my kids. Yes, they have a routine. So we do this at this time, that at that time, so on and so forth. But then let's say you're at home and you are an adult now and you're living on your own or with your significant other and you work from home. That is a whole new level of craziness because now you have to be that That everyone else was for you. Now you have to be that for yourself. And it's not the easiest thing to get used to. But I feel like I've mastered that part of of life. Because I have followed this routine of my evening kind of preparation for the next day. Preparing my next day. And I it's very detailed. It's very tedious. But it works for me. Maybe for you it can be something different. If you work full time. You know, your to do is obviously, you know, wake up, have a morning routine, and then, you know, going to work, you're there for eight hours, then coming home and then you have your evening routine. Um, it might not be as much details in your in your, you know, checklist or, or to-do list, but mine has to be very detailed because I do work from home. So it has you know, I do spend most of my day at home, so I'm gonna I'm gonna need to do all this so I don't just turn on the TV and watch it all day. Or go to the store all day or, you know, I'm on, online on, on social all day because you know how it is. When you turn on the TV and then one show leads to the next and then you start binge watching all these different fun shows that they have out there. And that's so unproductive. It's fun. It's great to do, you know, when you're just hanging out. But if you're trying to make something and do something for yourself, your family, um, it's not going to be very productive at all. So, that for the evening routine. Um another thing that I wanted to talk about really quickly um before I finish this episode episode is your morning routine. What does your morning routine look like? I will talk about that more in depth in another episode, but I did want to kind of just bring that up and tell you or encourage you, I should say, encourage you to figure out what a good morning routine is for you. For me, one of the most important things that I do in the morning that kind of just gets my day going is my 20 to 30 minute workout. That gets my blood flowing. It gets all the right stuff in my body going. And it just it makes me feel good and accomplished that I did that, you know, by six o'clock in the morning or whatever time, you know, I wake up. Usually it's five to six and it just it gets me to feel like i can conquer the world i can conquer this day i can do this because i just worked out i just moved my body and just the right stuff in my body started moving and started you know going and all those happy thoughts start coming coming about so that's what we're going to talk about in another episode, um, probably the next episode, because I think a morning routine is so important and so many successful people that I've um, read books about and have heard podcasts um, from all talk about their morning routine and just having those good, really, really good, strong, powerful habits for their success because success is hidden in our daily activity. Those little small things that no one sees you do. um, Those decisions that you don't think matter, they matter way more than you give them credit. So um, yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Perfectly Imperfect. Again, first episode, my goal is to do a weekly podcast. And that's, you know, where I just share just share life with you all share you know my life my experiences um tips and tricks and and just information that I learn along the way um so it can hopefully help your life to be better um it can inspire you to just be you know work on being a better version of yourself um and living your best life because guess what if you're willing to do the work you definitely deserve it all right we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye